Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Svedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hi, everybody. This is Marnie Swedberg. Welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. Excited to have you with us this afternoon as we talk about how to write your expert book. And this is excellent training for anyone who has a platform or who needs to develop a platform to share an area of expertise. And our trainer today is Alan Stransman of alanstransmancommunications.com. We're going to be talking during the hour about the benefits of writing and publishing your own expert book the different types of models and formats available, whether or not you should write it yourself or hire a ghostwriter, the 95-5 rule of publishing and what it means to you, some secret steps to success that many new authors miss, and what to do after your expert book hits the market. Our guest today, Alan Stransman, has a career that's been in four phases. He's been an educator, television writer, producer, and director, entrepreneur, and author-publisher. As a result of his diverse experience, he has consolidated all of the services and offers in the areas of writing, publishing, and marketing under the banner, alanstransmancommunications.com. And he's here today with us from his website, expertbookscreation.com, to share with us how you can write your expert book. So welcome to you, Alan. Thank you, Marnie. Very happy to be here excited with you. Excited to have you here. Yeah, excited to have you too. And um, this is a great topic. We have so many uh, entrepreneurs and authors already and speakers who listen in, and this is a wonderful topic because the concept of an expert book is probably only a, you know probably less than a decade old really as far as um, being new in our culture. We've always had authors, but this has really changed now. A lot of things have changed about the accessibility of writing a book as an expert as well as why you would want to do that. So maybe, you know, I kind of introduced you a little bit, but how did you decide to write a book about writing an expert book? Uh, well, um, I, I had already uh, experienced the, the uh, uh, process of self-publishing, and so I knew something about that. Um, and, and, that and, and the way that came about was... Um, was was kind of ironic in some respects because I had uh, so I'll, I'll try to uh, give you a short history here, but I, I had uh, I, I produced a te- my background is uh, 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 broadcast television, so I had created a series on spas around the world, and then I started a bricks and mortar spa. Okay, so I actually founded a bricks <laughs> and mortar business okay and and uh and it was a pretty idealistic uh a, a kind of endeavor it was a spa for men one of the few such uh spas specializing in personal care services for men and uh and it didn't quite go as it was drawn up in the playbook and uh, so I wrote a book to share my experiences uh, about, you know, that that uh, entrepreneurial endeavor. And the book was called Don't Let Your Dream Business Turn Into a Nightmare, uh, mm. a cautionary tale for would-be entrepreneurs. Okay, so I had this book mm. okay. that was really about how uh, I had sort of lost control of my dream business. And then, and then I I set out to to you know to, to to try to publish the book. I won't go into a whole uh, long detail, but one thing I very quickly discovered, which I didn't know, and and people listening may not know, because I thought, gee, you know, I have written this book, and it's you know it's it's really interesting. What I didn't realize is that you know that and I had a publisher, a Canadian publisher, a very prominent Canadian publisher, the editor of which just loved my books, like without. Without a word of a lie, he said to me, "This is the best business book I've ever read because uh, it's the only book I, you know, business book that isn't about how brilliant you are, but like all the mistakes you made." So <laughs> right. I thought, "Well, well, this is a no-brainer that you're going to that you're going right. to publish it." Well, not so fast, you know. Um, 
it's one thing to like the books, there's another thing to publish it. And I soon discovered that if you don't have a platform and you don't have a way to market your book, that the, the publishers aren't really, you know, generally speaking, terribly interested in your book because then they have a very steep mountain to climb that they, they don't want to climb. So they far prefer to work with you if, you if you're a radio host or you have a television show or you have, a, a, you know, some kind of newspaper column. In other words, if you already have a following, then they're much, uh, then they're much happier. So, so I, I published the book myself, and, uh, uh, and, and I discovered you know, the advantages of doing that. First of all, I figured out I, 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 I went through the process so I, I, I could see what was involved. Now, I've, I've learned a lot since then. Uh, you know, what, what cost me $1,000 then would cost me like literally under $10, not under, but $10 now, and that's the truth. To actually get a book out there, you can get. You know, I pub, I've published a book, uh, a Kindle book for ten but for ten dollars. In terms, like I'm talking about cover design and interior formatting, and I paid about eight or nine hundred when I first started out. But that's we'll get to that a bit later. So I had this book, and then I had a second book. So I I, I had published books, and I and I and I understood the the value just of self publishing. Just you know, leaving aside for a moment the expert book uh, genre. But just the benefits of self-publishing over traditional publishing. So I was—I knew, I, you know, I—I I was already kind of in that camp uh, because, you know, um, as a self-published author, you control your material. And uh, you know, what what people don't re- understand, or I didn't at least, about traditional publishing is that. You know, when you when if if you if your book is published by a traditional publisher, they own the book. And that's right. the reason I, I I I was not terribly excited about taking a book that was basically about how I had lost control of my business and then and then and then and then giving it to a, <laughs> a publisher and losing control of my book. And that just seemed guess, not yeah. to make a whole lot of sense. So anyway, I self-published it, and, and then the, the great thing is you can always uh, you know reissue it. You can do a, and I I did that. I have a, there's a second edition of my book, the book I'm talking about, which again, if anybody's out there who's an entrepreneur. I'll, I'll do a little uh, 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 shameless self-promotion here. The book is called "Don't Let Your Dream Business Turn Into a Nightmare," an entre- uh, a cautionary tale for would-be entrepreneurs. And um, so, I, 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 when I published the book, and then I sent it to a uh, to a spa industry consultant, whom I had uh, met at a at a conference because. Um, uh, he was a speaker, and he loved the book, and wanted to write a, a uh, you know a forward to it. So I was able to 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 uh, uh, publish a second edition, which you know you just can't do those kinds of things when you're when you know when you're working with a publisher. And uh, so 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 uh, so on the first level, I I I had gone through and had become uh, a, a, a very uh, much committed to the whole you know idea of being a, a self-published author slash publisher so when it came to uh what you asked me about the expert book and how i got into that uh, it really began as a way of um uh uh helping speakers get booked as speakers and and uh because i because i uh had heard from a lot of speakers and i just sort of had known anecdotally that uh you know that and it was an obvious that uh, speakers that had a book uh, could get booked more often as speakers. So they, you know, so you, and there are speakers out there that don't have a book. So, so it's interesting. There are many speakers that don't have a published book. Okay, but they're speakers. They can be on the National uh, Speakers Association website. Uh, they can, they can, they can be on any number of websites. But if you, you know, if you look them up on, on, you know, on uh, Kindle or Amazon or anywhere else, you don't find a book by them. Which means that when they go in to do a, to deliver a presentation, they don't have a book to sell at the end of the presentation, uh, and also means they don't have a book that they can use to get booked by sending it in advance to the um, to the meeting planners. So the book began its life with as a book entitled "Why Every Speaker Should Have an Expert Book." So uh, that's a no-brainer for anybody that's out uh, that that is a speaker that likes to get up and, and do presentations or workshops. Uh, having a book is uh, is is you know it's just 
as I say, it's 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 just uh, it's a necessity, I think, because. So then I interviewed a number of speakers. So I, I went from a kind of anecdotal to just to formalizing the information in the in the form of a book by interviewing eight speakers, uh, and all of whom had books, and all of whom told me that once they had a book, that a they could charge more, and and b they got booked more because um, they just had more credibility. So so it began as a book about speakers. But and then it extended to to everybody, um, and and so I, I, there's a, a subsequent edition of this book, which is called Why Every Speaker, Coach, Consultant, Trainer, and Entrepreneur Should Have an Expert Book. So that basically includes everyone. So basically, the title could be Why Everyone Should Have a, an Expert Book. Everyone in any business, really, anyone in any business should have an expert book, because anyone in any business has some expertise that they are that they are that, that they're selling in some way even if they're not necessarily selling information but you know if you were a butcher you know and and you, you know you had some understanding uh, some knowledge uh, you know of, of you know what how how to buy meat how to buy the best meat have the highest quality how you know all kinds of you know issues around that and and you know and that's not a topic that most people would think you know would lend itself to an expert book but but there are many ways that it, that it could, and um, the point is that anybody in any business that has a book, even if you went into, uh, and I've, you know, I've I've dealt with all kinds of people, like you know, people that have um, a men's clothing store, which just uh, is is something kind of near and dear to my heart. I love the fashion industry, but uh, you know, writing a book, if you have a men's clothing store, and somebody walks into your clothing store, and you hand them your book on, you know, 25 tips for, you know, for formal wear, or how to, you know, how to get the most out of your wardrobe, or, you know, I could rattle off probably t- 10 topics just off the top of my head. If somebody hands you a book like that, when you walk out the door, you think, hey, I'm going back to this guy's store. He's an expert. So the right. so the expert book is the book that uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of a, a self-defining uh, proposition, if you will, in that uh, an expert book is the book that uh, positions you as an expert. Uh, but the really uh, dif- um, differentiating uh, characteristic, in my mind, of, a, of an expert book is that uh, the value of it is not in in the sales of the book. People always say, well, how many copies of the book did you sell? Well, I didn't sell any. I didn't want to sell any. I gave it away. I was happy to give it away. An expert book is a book that you're dying to give away. Uh, you don't want to sell it. You can, but you don't want, You don't need to. Uh, so most people, when they think of books, publishing books, they think they're going to make money from their book. They don't think of the book as a, um, uh, as a business card, as a, as a marketing tool. And that, that, to me, is what really makes so the the two ways of defining uh, a, an expert book. An expert book is a, a book that 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 positions its author as an expert in his or her field, and is a book that you use as a marketing tool and and are very happy to give to people for free uh, rather than sell them because it's 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 usually easier to give someone something than to sell it to them. And when you give it to them, you're basically you know positioning yourself as an expert in their mind. And then that can lead to sales of whatever it is your regular business is. That's right. Well, this is Marnie Flebert visiting today with Alan Stransman of the website expertsbookcreation.com. We're going to come right back and talk about some different types of models and formats available to you and whether or not you should get a ghostwriter. We'll be right back. Womenspeakers.com is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,700 women speakers from every experience level, denomination, and fee range, some near you. Visit Womenspeakers.com to find the perfect speaker for your next event or to get training to be a speaker, author, or media personality. All training and connections occur online anytime you have time. Find a speaker, add a speaker, or become a speaker at www.womenspeakers.com. Do you lead a women's Bible study or know someone who does? Check out BibleStudyExpo.com. That's www.BibleStudyExpo.com. Here you'll meet the authors of the most recently released Bible study books for women. You'll meet Liz Curtis-Higgs, 
Lisa Devere, Pam Farrell, Elisa Morgan, and dozens of other Bible study book authors. Each author is given 15 minutes to share the story behind her book, her ideal audience, and a little bit about the study's format so you can decide which Bible studies you want to introduce next. It's all available to you free and online at www.biblestudyexpo.com. That's www.biblestudyexpo.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberg, and we're here today with our guest, Alan Stransman of expertbookcreation.com. Alan, before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, the benefits of publishing an expert book. And you talked about the two distinctives of an expert book, which are, first of all, that it sets you apart as the expert. It kind of is a wonderful way for you to express some of the things that you know about the topic in a way that people can perceive that you are very good at it, that you are the person they want to hear speak about it or learn more from. And also that you can uh, set it up in a way that it would be free if you want or you can charge for it, whatever. One of my favorite things with books is when I go speak at the end, if somebody liked me, if somebody liked what they were hearing from me, they can actually take me home with them in the form of a book. And they can have more information on that topic that they liked hearing me speak about. Because really when you're speaking, let's say you have 20 minutes or 40 minutes or even a couple hours, you really can't say everything there is to say about a topic in that amount of time. And I love that aspect of it as well. You were talking about when you wrote um, when you wrote the expert, one of your expert books, you wanted to be able to give it away like it was a, a, a calling card or a business card. And so what are some of the other types or models or formats that you've seen done and used with expert books? Well, it's interesting, uh, you know, when people, people you know, writing a book, I, I still think there is um, uh, some, some aura around a book. Now, I just want to pick up on one thing, if I may, that you said, Marnie, because when I wrote, sure. when I first wrote Why Every Speaker Should Have an Expert Book, uh, I, I, I was thinking uh, almost exclusively of a, a physical book that could be sold at the back of the room. Uh, and if, you, you know, if you're a speaker, you know, mm-hmm. you, anyone who's attended uh, presentations probably seen you know, a, 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 a situation in which a speaker will do a presentation and then there'll be, uh, you know, an opportunity to buy that book or to buy an autographed copy of that book at the back of the room. Um, what I would say now is that a lot of people attending uh, presentations have some kind of a device that they can use to, to buy a, a digital version of the book, either from your website or from Kindle uh, so the book doesn't even have to be a physical book. You don't even have to have a bunch of books, you know, in a box that you buy and then sell. I mean, you can, but you can just, you know, people can take you home, if you will, on their, you know, on their on their iPad or whatever. So um, that is a, a really uh, interesting development, I think, over. Um, the last couple of years. Now, the other thing about writing a book, you know, people tend to think that, uh, you know, a book has to uh, be some, you know, something that, you know, that takes 10 years to write, you know, and and is hundreds and hundreds of pages, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, a book can be uh, 5,000 words. Uh, Kindle books can be, you know, 5,000 words. Um, you know, they don't, I mean, a uh, you know, an expert book. I, I, books come in so many different shapes and sizes now; it's almost impossible to define it. You know, I mean, I you know, a, a book of fifty thousand words or sixty thousand words is considered your sort of your typical standard, you know, couple hundred page physical copy book, but doesn't have to be. Um, you can have a book that's you know. Uh, a step-by-step guide or uh, something like 21 ways to do some such and such or uh, frequently asked questions or you know 25 right. mistakes you don't want to bu- you don't want to make when you know dot 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 you know buying your first home you know selling your first home uh, having your first baby doesn't matter um i mean a book that's 25 you know 25 mistakes you don't want to make that's good that's good information that book doesn't have to be uh, 50,000 words um, once again, you know, it's 
it's uh, it's so wide open now because a book is anything that you say is a book. Um, now, when you're talking about <laughs> right. now, when you're talking about a physical book, that's somewhat of a different story because it needs to have enough kind of critical mass, if you will, to you know to to be a book and not a pamphlet. Uh, so so you know if you want to have a physical book. It needs to have a you know a certain degree of heft you know so that when you put it in front of somebody, you know they feel they're getting a book, you know. Um, but if it's digital, it's a different story. So I think that even opens the door to uh, to to even more formats than I than I was you know thinking about uh, initially when I when I was sure. uh, first conceiving of the book. Um, yeah. Uh, but it, it virtually, you know, in the digital world, my goodness, a thirty-page, uh, you know, digital PDF is is still a book. Now, again, if you want to be, uh, a, you know, a, a really more of a purist and 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 to really take full advantage of of uh, you know of the expert book, then you're really looking at uh, you know a, a, a book that is. Probably twelve chapters. That's the format that I lay out. Uh, by the way, the the website that you gave out uh, earlier, Marnie, the um, expertbookcreation.com. There is a free download of 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 my book, Why Every Speaker, Coach, Consultant, Trainer, and Entrepreneur Should Have an Expert Book, and I sort of lay out a uh, uh, you know a twelve chapter format, and that's for you know for people that 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 have you know a fair amount of business experience and expertise and uh so i would call that a kind of standard format uh 12 chapters of say 10 pages each something like that you've got a 120 page physical book and when you hand that to someone they feel that you did you know you put you put a, you know a fair bit of work into that and and you've 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 accomplished something uh that that a lot of other people haven't and and that's kind of the line in the sand you know, if you've written a book, it's sort of like people that have run a marathon. Like I've been a runner for, you know, 40 plus years, but I'm not a marathoner. I've never really wanted to run a marathon, but I do have respect for anyone who has. Like that to me is still the line in the mm-hmm. sand. You right. know, if somebody says, you know, I've written, you know, I, well, I, you know, if somebody says I ran a marathon, I got, you know, my hat, I take my hat off to you, you know, because I haven't. And so I think the same thing can be said of somebody that hands you a book. Uh, and, and if it's a well done book and it makes sense and, you know, you've, you've, You've organized material in a clear and and you know in cogent way over 120 to 150 pages. That you know that's that's an achievement. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me the number is 114 pages because I had a book come out that was smaller than that years ago, and it didn't have a spine. You couldn't read the name of the book on the back of the spine, and that was to me. Yeah. It was like uh, that was my line in the sand. It was like okay, that should have been just a pamphlet because. <laughs> No yeah, no, that's true. No. Uh, but that is key. The the binding is very key because if it's not, it if it isn't thick enough, <laughs> it will it 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 will be stapled in the middle. It will not it will not be bound, and it will be a pamphlet. Yeah. Yeah, and, so that, and a pamphlet. A pamphlet's good, too, if that's what you want. And I was even thinking about when you were talking, I, I know so many authors who, are, they really aren't authors, they just they just have something they want to share, and, and writing it down is a way to get it to more people all at once, so they become authors. But one of the things that I've seen done is that you take an aspect of your expertise and you make it into an ebook, and then you take another aspect, and then down the road you can combine those into one book and actually make it a book. And it's just a way to chunk it down to bite-sized pieces. And, of course, there's things that have to change at that point because you have to reintroduce everything with each new mini-book. But at the same time, I love your concept that there's multiple ways to go about this. Let's talk about the person who just isn't sure. You know, they, they really aren't a writer. They don't want to become a writer. They're busy. They're running their business or they're doing their practice or whatever, and they don't want to write it. But they have something they could say. They do have a field of expertise. And they're curious about the concept of a ghostwriter. Maybe speak to that for a few minutes. Yeah, I just if I may, Marnie, before I do that, um, just uh, also to pick up on the point you just made a moment ago. But I, uh, you can publish, you know, uh, you, you know, your collected blog posts, and that can be a book as well. 
so you know people that have a you know a blog that you know that that can that uh, you know th- th- there's a lot of st- material out there you know podcasts or, or or radio shows like this you know can be transcribed and 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 converted into books as well so uh mm-hmm. so, so so anything um anything can uh, can be a book now that sort of leads into your your question about um you know how to get a book done and uh I, I, you know it's um i had a i'll tell you something interesting Marnie. i had a very interesting insight um that i that i really used uh as as a writer that it was a kind of carryover from the academic world and uh i had a professor say to me once cuz i went to graduate school in english and i just had a professor say to me once that that the biggest myth and i hope i'm not offending anybody out there but was this idea that a PhD thesis like took three years? He, he's like, if you tell yourself something takes three years, it'll take you three years. And he he said to me something about he wrote his his thesis in six months or something like that. It was just it was just one of those you know um, light bulb right. moments where it was like, well, if you tell yourself something takes uh, you know this length of time, then that's what you expect it to take, and then that's what it takes. So I actually wrote a master's thesis in in, uh, in ten weeks, start to finish. And once I had done that, I realized, mm-hmm. you know, you you don't need as much time as as people tell you. You need to do so many things in life. One of which is writing a book. So um, an hour of spoken language is, is generally speaking, thirty pages. So, for example, if, you know, if if you transcribe this 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 conversation, an hour it would be thirty pages. So uh, so 10 hours of of speaking is is 300 pages. Well, there's a book. That's 10 hours. So where did the 3 years come into the into the equation? So um you know, you people and there's so many recording devices out there now that uh, you know, online devices and you know, all kinds of ways of, you know, using uh 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 not even like, like just online. Not even using, or you can just obviously buy a simple recording device and then, and then you know have the the MP3 files uh, transcribed. So, the whole trick of writing a book is is in is in talking a book. That's that that's always been sort of my way of 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 looking at things. Like I I used to be a high school English teacher, so and I taught at the university level when I was at graduate school and 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 I always had you know the same experience with students would come into my office and say you know they you know they were having trouble writing their essay and when I said well what is your essay about they say well I'm not sure and I say well could that be the reason <laughs> right. you're having trouble writing it um <laughs> so you know the best way to write a book is to you know to grab some friend or family member and say listen have you have you got a couple hours I want to tell you a book uh, or it doesn't have to be a couple hours, but you, you have to be able to tell your book. If you can tell your book, then you can write your book, and if you can't tell your book, you can't write your book. So that's kind of a, uh, a simple way of knowing if you if you just have the skill set of organizing, because um, a book is just really uh, you know one person talking to another person uh, in, in 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 printed form. So uh, well, this you know, is that. yeah. Yeah, well, this is this is Marty Swed. We're going to take another short break and come right back, and we're going to talk about um, ghostwriting a little bit and the 95.5 rule of publishing. We will be right back. Do you have a habit you can't seem to break? Or maybe you have a big project that you just can't get yourself to do. What you need is a 21-day win. 21-day wins include a workbook, a weekly group coaching session with Marnie, plus a private Facebook accountability group. You'll get clear instructions, mastery training, and practical support to help you reach your desired goal in just 21 days. Previous participants have quit smoking, completed manuscripts, and so much more. To join the next 21-Day Win with Marnie, visit www.21daywins.com. Break a habit or complete a project in just 21 days. Money back guaranteed. Check it out now at www.21daywins.com. Christian Women's Events. At womensevents.info, you can find events to attend. Learn how to plan amazing events for your group or publicize your own upcoming Christian Women's Events. 
It's all available to you at womensevents.info. Just click your state to find all the major women's events coming to your area or type in the month and year you'd like to attend an event to see all your options nationwide. It's that easy. If you want to promote an event, just click Add Event. Event publicity is available on a per-event basis or free to members. Finally, if you want to learn how to host awesome events, retreats, and well-attended conferences, click Event Planner Training. Once again, it's available a la carte or included in the membership. It's all online and here for you 24-7 anytime you have time at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marnie Sweberg. We're visiting today with our friend Alan Strandsman from expertbookcreation.com on how to write your expert book. We were talking before the break about how to really slam it out there if you want to get it done really quick. And um, I guess I, you know, some thoughts that I have about that. I had I had one book that I wrote, Alan, that it literally took me one week to write, but it took me 20 years to collect the content for the book. And I was holding this file that was full of scavenger hunts that I had done over the years and the ones that I had collected from friends who had done scavenger hunts. And, and I realized that what was in my hand was just so important for people to be able to access. And I was able to put all of that together because all of the work was really done. I just had to assemble it, uh, which is one of the things you mentioned about using content you'd already published um, either in a blog or in a, a program or something like that to do that going forward. Now, if somebody was thinking about doing using a ghostwriter um, what would be like the main, obviously the main benefit of that would be that they they wouldn't have to do the writing themselves. But are there other like benefits or maybe downsides to doing that? Well, it's interesting, <clears throat> just as you, pardon me, but just as you were speaking, um, you know, you were saying you had material that took you a week to write but 20 years to accumulate. And... Um, that's really the whole uh, uh, essence of this idea of an expert book. Expert book, right, right. Is that, you know, everybody, people, like everybody, has that information in their in their in, in their head. Anyone who's doing anything has information on how to do it that right. would be of value to people that don't know how to do it. So uh, the, the the point that people uh, don't often uh, understand because they have them through the process is that they think that uh, a ghostwriter is a writer uh, but a ghostwriter is actually an interviewer first and foremost right. so um, and because it's a it's a process now there 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 are two aspects to it two components of it there, there is a writing component to being a ghostwriter of course but the first part of it is being an interviewer um, because what stands between uh, people uh, uh, writing a book uh, who have expertise is getting that information that's in their head. It's not accumulating the information because we're talking about people who are doing something for which they they just wouldn't be able to do it if they didn't if they didn't know how right. to do it. If you know what I'm saying. So um, it's not that they don't have the the expertise; they do, but can they organize it? Can they uh, put it down on paper in a logical and coherent form? Not always, and that's Love that. what. Mm -hmm. So that that's where the skill of an interviewer comes in. Um, you know, uh, not to toot my own horn, just coincidentally, I happened, you know, I, I mentioned, I, I was a television producer for 20 years. I produced quite a number of um, of informational documentary type shows. So I interviewed a great many people. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, and I, and I, you know, I love doing that. I also um, uh, produced an entertainment show for several years and interviewed many, many sort of entertainment industry people like actors and directors and so um i always say you know pity the poor a ghostwriter who's not an interviewer yeah um right. so you know people will say you know well you know how how are how if if you work with a ghostwriter how how does it how does it sound like my book you know it's going to sound like their book 
no, it isn't, because they're going to interview you, and it's going to be in your words, and then they're going to transcribe what you said, and then they're going to do the carpentry work, you know, the the structure, the structural work that needs to be done to to put the book in order and 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 all of that. But it's going to be in your idiom because you know you, because because it's coming out of your mouth. That's how you, that's how you make a. Um, uh, that's how that's how an expert book written by a ghostwriter or or any book written by a ghostwriter, whether it's a memoir, or 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 uh, you know an expert book, how, that's how it has the voice and the flavor of the of the author and not the ghostwriter. Absolutely. Uh, but, now you have like a you have like a ninety five five rule of publishing. What is that about? Well, that's not my rule, Marnie. That that was something that was uh, that was uh, told to me by uh, by a, a very prominent ghostwriter who um, who had uh, worked in the you know in the traditional publishing business, and 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 not surprisingly, I'm sure you can imagine this extends to almost anything, not just the book publishing business, but 95% of the resources go to 5% of the product. Uh, and you know, and the rest of the other, you know, ninety-five percent of the product just languishes, with, languishes without any promotion. Um, again, one of the big, you know surprising things that people find out, uh, even if they get you know over that bar of getting you know getting a publisher, unless they're you know unless they're a, you know a former president or or they're Mick Jagger or they're you know they're a best-selling fiction writer. Even if you get a book published, you know, in the traditional publishing world, that doesn't mean that they're going to, you know, that that that, that publisher is going to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, spending a lot of time and, and effort uh, to market your book because, again, they, you know, they they don't want to have to climb, you know, uh, to, to climb mountains that uh, that are that are that are you know that are steep to climb. They they're just looking for the easiest, you know. Way to way to make money is because that's their business. You know they aren't going to have an emotional attachment to to, to your book, whereas you do. So um, <laughs> you know, uh, again, I don't know about you, Marnie, but there are a lot of times in life where you know where I've had an expectation that somebody else is going to do something for you, and then you realize, gee, I'm out here on my own, and. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what. Well, I think almost know, every published author has had that emotion. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's a, like a lot of things, you know. There's a lot of things that uh, now again, I'm I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who has not had a book published through the traditional publishing uh, business. So it's not like I can sit here and say, uh, you know, uh, gee, the, you know, it was great, and 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 and, and uh, you know, I. I had an interview every other minute, and they they were. But you think about it, like how how many how many people can a can a publishing company really have, uh, uh, you know, to to to, to 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 promote, you know, the books that they have in their in their in their roster, and for how long, you know, how right. long how long can they do it? Uh, they can't do right. it forever, you know. They might, you know, they your book comes out, and you know. Uh, Books, if they go into a bookstore, well, let me just back up and say, because we're talking about the 95 fiber, which is only one of the aspects um, about traditional publishing, which I think is, is you know, is, is somewhat, you know, daunting for, for you know, for, for un, you know, unpublished uh, uh, writers. You know, you're just not probably going to get a whole lot of resources committed to your book unless it's some very, very, very unusual story you know where it's a, like a headlines or something where everybody knows the story uh, uh you know you you were kidnapped for 10 years and then rescued and then you know and you've got a built-in audience because everyone knows the story and wants to hear about it but if it's if it's not like that if it's an expert book so first of all there's 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 that problem but the, but even if you did get your book into the bookstore and you have to remember traditional publishing is about getting books into bookstores that's what it's about it's about getting you know get, getting the book in a box and somebody's carrying it up the escalator, and it goes into a shelf. And so, when people go into a bookstore, you know, it uh, they can buy it. That that's what you know the publishing industry was you know was traditionally about. And it's taking up space. And if it's not selling, it's going somewhere else. It's not taking up a space in a bookstore anymore because you know they can't afford that. And so, um, that's another thing that you don't have. You know, when you're a self-published author, is your books never you know. It's never out of print. 
Um, and uh, so, uh, yeah. So, so getting back to the question about the ninety-five-five, again, you know, most most authors, even that are published by traditional publishers, find that they have to do the, you know, unless they're, you know, one of those rare John Grishams where they're getting ninety-five percent of those uh, resources, they're doing all the work anyway to um, promote their book. Right. Right. Well, that and that is really most the most typical typical scenario from, you know, I've interviewed many, many, many authors, and, and that's pretty much across the board. And what you have to do, and we're going to talk about this in just a couple minutes, is is what to do after the book hits the market. Uh, and one, one of the consolations, really, of going digital right now or being self-published and just having your books available, um, uh, print on demand, which is not the same as it used to be. It's instant print now, basically. So it's it just appears that the book is always available, even though they're going to print it. When somebody orders it, they can just do it so fast now. But um, the, the bookstores, really, there are some that are still in existence out there, but it is it is just shriveling quickly. I mean, we own a bookstore. My husband and I own a bookstore, and it is amazing how fast the book sales fall off um, as people get Kindles and, you know, the phones are now Kindles and all of that. So, so you're really okay to consider going with a self-published book as well as uh, going going predominantly digital. Those are two very smart directions to go right now and very acceptable in an expert format. You don't have to feel bad that you didn't have a New York publisher. Well, this is Marty Swedberg. We're visiting today with Alan Stranson of expertbookcreation.com. We're going to come back and talk about a few secrets to success for authors and also uh, what to do after your book hits the market. We'll be right back. Do you have a book in you? Do you know what to do? Check out the author training program at womenspeakers.com. You'll meet editors, publishers, agents, and publicists whose instruction will take you from thinking to action and from manuscripts to book ASAP. The training also includes the eversion of the how-to guide, Idea to Amazon, in 14 days. Don't wait any longer. Get that book out of your head and into the hands of the readers who need it now. Learn how in the author training section at www. Womenspeakers.com. Money troubles got you down? Visit www.godlywealth.com to discover the fastest way to financial peace. You'll gain perspective, biblical training, and clear direction to help you move from terrified to triumphant. It's all free and available to you online at www.godlywealth.com. Not only will you learn a balanced, godly perspective about money, but you'll also enjoy scripture set to music, a wealth roster worksheet, and much more, all free and online at www.godlywealth.com. That's www.godlywealth.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberg, and you're joining us today for How to Write Your Expert Book with our guest, Alan Strandsman of ExpertBookCreation.com. Alan, let's go ahead and talk about some secrets to success that some new authors write, might miss. Just some things that, as someone who's done this a few times, you've been around the block, you've helped other people go around the block, and uh, what are some things that some new authors just might not know to look for or do? Well, interestingly enough, Marnie, that question is so big that um, uh, it may be useful to just kind of uh, compartmentalize it a little bit. First of all, um, the the biggest thing I would say to somebody in terms of, uh, you know, a, a secret to success with an expert book is to redefine what it means to have a successful book. And that means to not think of it in terms of sales, because if 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 we're talking about you know my if you will sort of uh, uh, narrow def- definition of an expert book, um, which is to say a marketing tool, um, then you measure the success of that by how many doors it opens for you. Like when I when I when I I wrote a book to tell people how to um, market themselves. Uh, with a book, and then I ended up b- being interviewed, as you know, as is happening right now, uh, about my book. Uh, so, so I became a kind of a, a living embodiment, if you will, uh, of my own theory. Uh, so, so um, the success of a book 
can be measured in terms of the amount of media response and and uh, the number of people. And there's 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 when you have a book, you know, people. And I was in the TV world as I mentioned earlier. You know, you never have some. You never see somebody come on a talk show who doesn't have something. Like no one just goes on there to just talk. They go on there to promote. Uh, and and you know the media always wants to know like what's new, what do you got to say, you know, and how how can people get hold of it? So um, so one thing you know that, that that writers I think in this day and age have to really understand is that if you do have a you know if you publish a book, um, you know the, the success of that book can be measured not in terms of how many copies you sold in a bookstore because. It's not going to be easy for you to get that book. It can be done. I mean, people, you can actually get a book. You know, you can get a self-published book into a bookstore, a physical copy. You can. I mean, you can. You know, you can have copies printed, and you can deliver them. Into, you know, and and they'll. You know, depending. You may perhaps you do that. Maybe you you do that as well in your bookstore, Marnie. But um, but it's really about the you know the amount of uh uh you know of of uh leverage you can get out of your book. How you know. How many uh, in, how many meetings can you know can how many speaking engagements how many contracts can how many new clients so so that's conceptual that's a that's a way of thinking of success now in terms of the practical ways of doing that well you know you're going to want to have an author website and you know and and uh, you know if you have a book your author website is going to be the hub of the wheel in terms of and then you can have a YouTube channel, and you can have a podcast, and you can have a you know a, a course on Udemy or Teachable dot com, uh, and uh, you know you 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 can you can publish uh, excerpts from the book in in many different ways, and they all they all um, add to each other. They don't sort of you know detract, if you will, from 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 uh uh you know from 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 each other and the other thing that uh that that writers should think should realize is that um you know one book kind of you know leads to another and so you'll often see that writers have you know a series of books on the same topic like a lot of writers will write a book you know in the old days you know mostly fiction writers i guess well of course there are all kinds of fictional series as well you know with a protagonist that you know that that goes from one from one book to another but but a lot of times you know uh, an author will write a book and then they'll think of a completely different topic and they'll leave their first book um again you know uh when you've written a book on 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 uh, you know whatever it might be, whether it's you know, a health-related book or it could be uh, you know money or money management or or fitness, uh, you'll often see that you know fitness gurus or personal development gurus or you know or wealth management gurus have a series of books. They just have a different you know slant, a different way. Sometimes they rework their material or repurpose it in some way so again that's not something that people always think of doing but um uh someone someone said to me early on in my sort of you know uh publishing career if you will that uh, you know it, it takes 18 years you know to raise a child uh and, and you can think of your book in the same way uh, which is very comforting to me because sometimes I'll sort of neglect the book for a while and then think, you know, I'm going to go back to this book and and kind of you know see what I can do with it and and and, and kind of relaunch it, if you will, and that's fine too. You know, it's 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 only in you know if somebody else tells you your book is dead, but uh, you know, uh, and that it's uh, you know out of print. But if it's your book, you know, it's it's never you know it's it's always going to be there and you're always going to own it. You can update it. You can revise it, you know, and and so again, you have to think uh, very differently about about a book now uh, if it's your book and not someone else's book. Right, right, right. I have one book that came out with St. Martin's Press in 1996, and then uh, after several printings and all that, then the rights, I they they uh, put it out of print, and I asked for the rights back, and they did give me the rights back, which was wonderful. And then I republished it, repurposed it with the modern, because it was kitchen shortcuts. And so I repurposed it with the modern stuff in it, with everything that was current, updated it to be for now, and republished that in 
I think, 2009. So it is possible to take an old book and to actually give it new life. I made it part of a series that I was doing at that point, which was the uh, Marty Method series for super busy women. It was part of that book series. And so it's, it's really possible to do that. It's also possible that when you write a book, like I wrote a book called Feeling Loved, Connecting with God in the Minutes You Have, and what that did is it actually, it was a good book. People liked it. They did Bible studies on it like that. But it generated more questions. It didn't answer all the questions people had about it. And so I wrote a second book that followed through um, after that flows through vessel that takes you a little deeper into that relationship with God, how to go farther. And that frequently happens also is that once you've written a book, people start asking you, yeah, but, you know, what about you know what about all the things that you couldn't fit in that 200 pages? Now, now you have to, you know, go deeper and uh, give us the rest of the story, if you will. And and it is it's I always say that there's a progression from Twitter, you know, 140 characters, and then he goes to a little uh, longer thing, and maybe LinkedIn a little article, and then make a blog post, and then maybe a full length article for a magazine, and then maybe it would go to an ebook for 30 pages or a 60 or 90 pages, and then it goes to a full blown book. And there's all these different levels, and you just have to say, what's my idea? Where does it fit? Uh, right now, how can I actually use this idea that I have to publish something as an expert right now to make the most of it and then just know that there's a lot of things you can do with it after that? You know, one of the things that happens to published writers, uh, whether they self-publish or not, is that the book comes out and they're like, oh, good, now I'm done. And that just isn't the case, is it? Well, it's interesting, you know, just in terms of hearing your, you know, your stories about your your your, your books. There are very few topics uh, that you can write about in this day and age that aren't going to change, uh, you know, right. in relatively short order. And uh, it, it's just the kind of world we live in. So, um, you know, many many books, uh, you know, can be and and should be updated. Uh, because you know the core material, the core information could be, uh, you know, more or less stable, but there could be all kinds of other things to add, and so um, you know, a book becomes a kind of living, breathing uh, organism as opposed to something that you know is is finished. And uh, and and once again, with you know, within the self-publishing world, it's not that big a deal to uh, to you know to 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 publish a revised edition. Uh And, um, you know, people will buy the revised edition because they just want to know what's the latest information. You know, Uh these things I don't think, they they don't cannibalize uh, each other. They, you know, I mean, I I have I have my gurus in the in the you know in the internet marketing and internet publishing world, and you know, I always uh, say you know like I'll 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 buy their grocery lists like anything, uh, whatever yeah, they have. Right. You know, uh, you know I want right. I want to I, I just you know I want to I want to consume I don't want to miss anything. So yeah. uh, that's you know that's another thing that you know people have to recognize that is like a book is as as you suggested it's it. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's never done. It doesn't have to be done. It doesn't have to be, you know, finished and put on the shelf. And uh, you know, it's it's never to be revisited type of thing. Which is a beautiful, beautiful thing now. In the past, and that's part of the reason why book publishing houses take so long to get a book out. It's because in the past, really, once it came out, that was it. You were done. You weren't going to change a few paragraphs here or there, you weren't going to update it. This was how it was going to be. And so this is a beautiful time to live in where we can just, you know, put it out corrected or put it out updated and, and not have to go through that entire process again. Well, it's interesting, you know, because um, there's a tremendous uh, uh, um, uh, emphasis in our in our culture on the most immediate. What is the most immediate? And uh, you know, if you look at sort of internet, just the internet, internet research, you know, and and uh, you know, there was a time when, like, like take Google, a search engine, you know, uh, you know, if you were searching for something, well, they they wanted, you know, they they wanted to, to, to you know, they wanted to direct your your you know your query to the most established and authoritative website, right? Um, but then they then they realized they 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 had to keep up with Twitter and. And uh, and, and yeah. YouTube and 
and everything that was that, that was just five seconds ago, and and they they couldn't they couldn't you know they could they they couldn't deliver your you know their 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 uh, their customers essentially their their searchers to to a website that was done five years ago and and happened to happen just happened to have the you know you know the the the, the, the most longevity because it wasn't necessarily the most immediate and everything now and that's affected the news uh you know news is now what somebody captured on their on their phone that's what yeah. gets on the news not what yeah. you know you sent a cameraman out on an airplane you know uh, you know and then he, and he had to check into his hotel and then get his bags in other words immediacy is everything hmm. and uh you know uh, publishers just they they can't they 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 can't keep up with the self-published author. I've had I've written a book and published a book in a couple of weeks. I've had it on Kindle. I can have a book on Kindle tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we've got about four minutes left. I'm curious um, if you have a couple tips for somebody once their book hits the market. What would you say uh, they should be sure to do? Well, you have to have a website. Um, you know, you have to have a website and, uh, uh, you know, an author website. I mean, when you say a book hits the market, meaning, you know, it's um, it's available yeah. online, uh, assuming, you know, it's, you know, there's, there's well, to, to go back a step, if you're talking about, you know, when you publish a book, what it means to publish a book, uh, I would say to anybody, have both a print and a and a digital version. So, so assuming you have a print and a digital version, now there is a whole art which we didn't talk about at all about um, marketing in on the online uh, platforms like like Amazon and Kindle, how to get your book found and how to write a title and how to optimize your description, and that's a whole other you know one hour discussion at least, if not you know one week. Um, but but um, you also want to uh to to have a website that uh that provides information about your book and and uh, links to your book on you know on these various platforms uh if you're talking about you know selling your book or a, a free download of your book if that's the route you want to go you know to have it which is what my expert book is like my my why every why every speaker con- consultant trainer etc should have an expert book is you know a kind of a, uh, uh, an expert book in that I give it away so so it's it, so it's a free download on on the website expertbookcreation.com so again that's another thing if you if you if you if you if you want to use your book as a marketing tool and you're happy to have it, it in as many hands as possible you you know you want to give it away through a website and you want to give a physical copy to people that you see, uh, you know, that you go and you know go have a meeting with, and you walk in and and and, and you know put your your book, your physical book on the desk, you know, if you're having some if you're a consultant or whatever. But you also want people to download a a, a digital copy from your website so that so that they 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 have the information and they can get it. You know, people download my my books and you know millions of other authors' books. You know, uh, 24 hours a day. Right. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you're getting your hands you're getting you're getting your 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 knowledge and your expertise in the hands of prospective customers 24/7 through a yeah. website. I love it. Well, Alan, this hour has flown by. Thank you so much for being here with us. My pleasure. Okay, you guys can go find out more about Alan Stransman over at expertbookcreation.com as well as right there when you get to the site, expertbookcreation.com, you can download his free ebook that's going to go into detail and tell you more about what we've been talking about this hour. If you've joined us later in the hour, you might want to catch it from the beginning as uh, we talked about many more things than um, then we could write at the end, of course, and there's so much great stuff here. Also, one of the things that I've learned with uh, publicity and publicizing books is that you want to really start early. Um, don't wait until your book comes out to start publicizing it. Start as early as possible. You can kind of leak some chapters. You can 
um, have people actually help you uh, put out an idea and let them put their input in. There's all kinds of ways for you to do that, and you can learn more about that over at Marty.com. Okay, well, it's been great to be here with you this afternoon. Thanks for joining us. And as always, uh, whether you're listening live right now or listening to the archive later or on your uh, iPad or whatever later, thanks for joining us. Always love to have you along. Have a super day. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 